0: Welcome to The Fully Lived Life, a podcast for those who are longing to pursue the full life and want to break free from anything that holds them back. Listen in as two friends, a psychologist, Dr. Mary, and a life coach, Jillian, talk about life, love, and purpose through the lens of faith, science, psychology, and life experiences. So Mary, yes, I know Jillian. you and
1: I, like, God bless us because we're tackling the F word today. Yeah. Yeah, either people are turning up the radio (laughs) or the podcast, or they're going, "What? Yes, have we got your intention? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you provocateur.
0: Yes, because you're
1: not. Oh, I've been teaching my grandson French and Italian. Oh, yes, hysterical. It's lovely. Hysterical. It is. And why is he always already using the hand gestures?
0: Well, because you demonstrate it to him. I know you do. I know.
1: So we're saying. Arrivederci.
0: (laughs) Look, you just did the hand thing right there. And you know what he's saying?
1: Arrivederci. (laughs) Arrivederci. (laughs) With the hands. So cute. Yes. So, all that to say, (laughs) tune in. The F word is going to be used today, but it's the word... Yes. And it could be summed up as almost a swear word. Because it's hard to get feedback. Yes. And we've been talking a lot about it. And thank you, Tasha, Yurik, for your brilliant book, Insight. It's really helpful for us. So... You know, we've all experienced times in our life, Mary, you and I have for sure, we know that because mm-hmm. we've talked about it, mm-hmm. where we've had feedback, mm-hmm. whether it's expected, mm-hmm. like a job review, right? you know, where you're a performance review, mm-hmm. where you know it's coming, there's mm-hmm. a set date on the calendar, or a report card comes, mm-hmm. or something has taken us completely by surprise. Blindsided us. And has actually thrown us off keel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've had those times. Yeah. For sure. And so, you know, the one you can brace yourself for, mm-hmm. the other one just kind of blindsides you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, it sure does. And it, it can just rock your world. Yeah. So I, re- I remember my son, this is going back years, telling me I had a hairy eyeball. What? <laughs> He told me I had a hairy eyeball, and I was like, "What? I just did it. I just did it to you." <laughs> yes, that's true. You oh, did. What? Where I furrow my brow, I push my eyebrows
0: together, and I give this look of this glare. Stain. Yes. There you go. Yes. And I see she's acting it out. By oh, the way, it's brutal. very hairy.
1: It's very hairy. But like, I was like, "What? What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> little old me, little old me, little innocent old yeah. me."
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." And I was like, you know, when I disapproved of something that they did or they said, I would give the hairy eyeball. Wow. I also remember getting called into my boss's office in what felt like an ambush. Uh Uh-huh. Because I I was called into the office, but then when I got there, there was not just my boss, there was someone else.
0: Oh, I hate that. It's a team-up. That was an ambush. Yeah. Yep. So, listeners,
1: you know, what have, what has been your experience with getting these surprise feedbacks? You know what? Or even sometimes the
0: ambush? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's why it is such an F word for us. I think yeah. all of us can point to times where we've had shocking feedback yes. that we didn't expect.
1: And when it comes out of, sometimes it feels like it comes out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Like there hasn't been a basis for it. Right. Like there has been, been no a communication.
0: Yeah. No and then all of a sudden it's this. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Um, so, what do we do when we get feedback that leads us to greater self awareness and insight? Like, yeah. first of all, we're hoping that the feedback we're getting, the motivation on the person part giving us the feedback is for our self-awareness, is for our own growth and development. Mm -hmm. We hope that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously
0: we can't control it. But even if it's not, I think if we can at least take that statement like the hairy yes. eyeball statement like if he was a kid at the time he said it I can't imagine Kellen had your well-being in mind and so no. oh, I'm going to help my mother grow <laughs> and so therefore I'm going to give her very accurate feedback
1: well and that's exactly what was going on in, <laughs> in that accent too. <laughs> I could totally see him doing it actually he was smoking a pipe while he was, <laughs> he was doing it wearing you know, a robe but that's right
0: <laughs> so but you can still kind of go why would he say that yeah so you can can still go. Why would I get this feedback? What's going on? If I can filter out any of the other stuff, so I think in everything there's a rich vein of possible okay. insight.
1: We're gonna go with Dr. Mary here on this, <laughs> and we're gonna say again, curiosity yeah. rules.
0: Yeah. Okay. 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 So we're gonna that.
1: say, huh? Mm-hmm. When we calm down, <laughs> yes. Was there any truth in that? Yeah. Was there a little glimmer of truth? Was there any truth? Have I heard that before in a different way?
0: Right. And it's not underestimating the truth or overestimating right. the truth. As in, oh my gosh, I am a total terrible mother. Right. To like, what is he making
1: this up? Yeah. And that's the idea that we can't control oftentimes when we get feedback. Mm-hmm. But we do have power over we what we do with the feedback. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So we can choose to be curious about it. We can choose to... Go to someone and say, hey, my kid just told me I have a hairy eyeball. <laughs> what are your thoughts about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So in this chapter of Tasha's book, she addresses... This is what,
0: chapter eight, I
1: think. Yeah, she addresses how we can take control over how we receive feedback. Love it. And I think this is a really, really great thing, especially... <clears throat> pardon me. If um, you're in looking for greater self-awareness and you're trying to grow in this area to hone these skills mm-hmm. like oh when I get feedback how am, what am I going to choose to do with this mm-hmm. do I kind of have a strategy right. of how I'm going to you know give myself a time out from it mm-hmm. reflect on it and be exactly. curious about it and then
0: what I'm going to do with what it afterwards? I'm going to do for follow-up yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so first we have to determine if we are open to feedback right And that's what the whole other two episodes was about. is like kind of getting us to this place. That's right. To kind of go, okay, this is good for me. I am choosing to be open to feedback. That's right. Because we are talking about the
1: kind of feedback that is constructive for our own good, our own growth. Right. And then, do we invite the feedback? Mm -hmm. So, not only am I saying I'm open, Mm -hmm. but am I actually inviting it, as we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah. And... Am I okay that there may be some surprises in this feedback? That I may not have predicted.
0: Well, if I'm asking for feedback, chances are there are going to be surprises. Because if I knew all that, I wouldn't be asking for feedback. Unless you're just going for confirmation bias on your own stuff. That's true. Right? So uh,
1: that's another good point. You may actually have to check your motivation.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, yes. And check who you're getting the feedback from. Right. Because if it is just to confirm a bias that you have... Mm -hmm. That is not healthy mm-hmm. feedback necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Yeah. And then do we truly listen and hear feedback, whether it is expected or surprised?
0: Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that you said listen and hear. Yeah, because they're different. It's two different things. Like, am I actually open to absorbing the, the kernels of truth? In what is, I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is a little aside, but my husband and I are walking through Costco the other week. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at the hearing aids because they sell hearing aids at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can we, imagine we, we just happen to be in that aisle, right? <laughs> and he goes, Maybe I should get my hearing tested. And I said to him, You think you need those? He goes, Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, you are not hard of hearing, you are hard of listening. <laughs> True.
0: I know. He can hear a bag of chips being opened in the kitchen from another room. Yes.
1: He's not hard to hear.
0: And he can hear conversations he's not supposed to hear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But the ones he's supposed to hear. So Tasha opens this chapter with a story about a college professor whose students were begging for someone to give her insight. Yeah. To Tasha's surprise, this professor reached out via email to the colleagues, right, Mm -hmm. on the team Mm -hmm. and asked for a 360 review. So a 360 review is one of these reviews you send out to your team. You invite feedback. Many of us have done it or been a part of it. And Tasha painstakingly prepares for this feedback meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, But throughout the meeting, it was clear That the prof really didn't want feedback. Right. So Tasha has put like a whole presentation together with backup and examples, (laughs) et cetera. And this feedback that she was actually asked for was actually for a pat on the back, Mm. a lovey-dovey, no, there are no issues, that is not the feedback that helps us grow and develop. Yeah. That's confirmation bias.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like staying in happy land. Yeah. But I'm not going to grow there. And what a waste of time and everyone's And what a waste smart. of time. Yeah. Like, so if you're going to ask for it, and 360 review, by the way, if you haven't heard of that term, means that it goes from above who you report to, right. colleagues on the side, and then people who report to you below you. Right. Yeah. So you're getting like this whole perspective, not just yeah. the
1: people on your team that are your cheerleaders. Yeah. So getting a truthful bit of feedback is one step in self-awareness. But to gain true insight, as Tasha says, Hmm. we also have to learn how to hear that truth. Right. Not just listen to it, but actually hear it. Right. So here's a question, listeners. Hmm. Have you been told in the past that you're actually not listening?
0: Hmm. Yeah, all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but enough times that I have to pay attention. And do you actually,
1: when you are listening to someone else talking to you, are you actually
0: making an effort to listen? Well... Like when I, when I responded, like off the cuff, I'm thinking about arguments I've had with Peter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm already in my mind thinking of ways how to defend myself or my perspective. So I'm not actually listening to what he has to say, especially as we've talked about, I'm a fast processor. I've made conclusions that may be inaccurate, right? That if I give him time to like lay it out, I will have a different perspective than what I started with. Right. But I'm too busy trying to defend myself a lot of times. I know.
1: Well, you're aware of it. Yeah. So how do we do this? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we actually listen and not just hear? Mm -hmm. So we've talked about this so many times, and it comes from this open stance of wonder and curiosity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as you're talking to Peter, am I actually curious about what's going on inside him and his thoughts on this, am I actually open mm-hmm. to what his perspective is? Mm-hmm. Or am I just in defense mode? Well,
0: and I'll tell you that um, what I've been learning to do with him when we're in an argument is I try to pull back and I have and remind myself that I love him. Right. And that I actually want to be close to him yeah. and that I actually want to understand him. And when I'm able to do that, I can almost have like I have my two parts. The one part that's still angry and hurt. yep, And then the other part that I actually want to understand so that I can make sure I change or respond better so that he feels my love and our connection remains strong.
1: Yes, and he feels like you're valuing his perspective that's right. and his opinion, even if you don't agree.
0: Right, and that's where I have to be like, I want to understand you versus that I'm listening to try to agree with you yes. or disagree with you. It's right. my understanding that I'm, I'm trying to You do. know,
1: that's such a valid point, Mary, because I think of times where— you know, I'm in a conversation with somebody that's getting, like, defensive. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm going to go into, like, put the armor up, get mm-hmm. the gates up, mm-hmm. put the chains on. Yeah. I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. So I know my defense mechanisms are going up. Boom, 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 right. boom. Right. Well, how how actively can I actually listen to that mm. person's heart?
0: Right. And what's going on inside them? when I'm in, like, rampart mode. Right. And especially the speaker may not have the skills or maturity, depending on who's speaking. That's exactly right. To be able to filter out all that. I want to make sure that this person can totally get... And so when I'm defensive and you're trying to speak truth to me, then you're picking up on all those defense responses, it's it's making it harder and harder for yes. you, and then it's, it's pulling us more and more apart. That's right. So
1: instead of working towards a more intimacy and closeness with that person that we're in relationship
0: with, mm-hmm. it, we're actually doing the opposite. Right. So it's seeking to understand... And so, uh, th- this is not about agreeing or disagreeing because you still have to take away the information and yeah. examine it, and think yep. about it, and process it before you can decide what you agree with and don't agree with. But if you're at that moment already trying to like agree or disagree, then you're shutting down to understanding what the person's saying because you might have made some assumptions. In fact, I can guarantee you've made some assumptions. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we
1: say that you know it's kind of easy to switch from hearing to listening but of course it's not it mm-hmm. is a practice skill like anything mm-hmm. remember like if i want to be a better listener mm-hmm. um in my marriage relationship a year from now i've got to start practicing that now right and it it is almost like a mental talking to like you said mm-hmm. i need i love this person i want to grow with this person and i'm open and receptive to what they're saying even if it, i differ
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah
1: I'm going to give them the, I'm going to give them the stage.
0: The other thing I would say is that know yourself well. So like if I know that I'm not in that state of mind to understand him, to be able to kind of go, I really do want to understand what you're saying. But right now I'm feeling too hurt, too angry, too whatever it might be. So please, can we come back to this conversation and actually set a time to come back and talk about it? So, I mean, you have to be aware of your own emotions at the same time, because if I'm feeling all those feels, I can't. I mean, I'm asking too much of myself to really be in that posture of understanding. Right. So
1: that's fantastic. So again, practice the skill. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to cling to this comfortable mental image we have of ourselves,
0: <sighs> Right? Our idealized self. Yeah. As we talk about in the Enneagram language. And feedback can
1: trigger a fight or flight response. It absolutely so can. So as you say, you know, if you're getting all the feels, mm-hmm. it's not the best time to switch to the listening brain. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're too—I uh, you would be too defensive, and mm-hmm. you would be too feely-feely, mm-hmm. and it's not going to help us. Yeah. Um, so feedback can trigger that. We need to be aware of that. We mm-hmm. need to be aware of our triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, in some cases, we might need to pre-plan for the mm-hmm. triggers. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when I have a conversation with this person, mm-hmm. this is going to be the way they respond. Right. So I'm going to prepare now right. for that response. So you can already calm yourself right. beforehand.
0: Yep. Yeah. And as
1: soon as we get feedback— and then we try and excuse it sometimes because we have this idealized mental image of ourselves. Oh, they're just being, right. you know, they're just hangry. Yeah, they're just defensive. Yeah, they're just emotional. Oh, it's their issue, man. Yeah. So, shifting blame mm. or blaming it just on a bad day, you right. know, we're in essence hurting ourselves. Right.
0: Hmm. And we're hurting
1: the other person, too. Well,
0: it is a defense mechanism, isn't it? Yeah. That's what
1: we're doing. So, again, we've got lots of information on defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Tasha's helping us walk through this, and this is what she's saying. She's saying that this idea of the 3R model of receiving feedback. Mm -hmm. Um, Oops. I just lost my notes. So, do you have
0: it there, Mick? Yeah, I do. Yeah, do you want to kick us off? Well, you were talking about receiving and uh, being able to mine the insight possible um, by actually asking clarifying questions. So you get the feedback. You might say, can you give me some examples? Can you tell me when you first noticed this behavior? Yep. And so you're showing curiosity and you're showing a willingness and a desire to hear more about whatever that feedback is. Exactly. So that's the first R, which is
1: receive. That's right. So receive, again, three R's. I love that when people put it in like simple terms like this, I yeah. can remember three things yeah. probably. <laughs> well, maybe on the way home, I'll remember one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, it starts with, which letter was the one again? R. Yeah, yeah. So the second one is to reflect on. Mm. And she says, unicorns, and we're talking about unicorns, Yes. wisely avoid the temptation to jump in right away mm. to acting on the feedback. Right. Yes.
0: Oh, reflection is such a good thing. Oh, it's so important. And it's not the, what we talked about where it's the introspection no. where you're ruminating, but it's actually as much as you can to be objectively assessing uh, the information
1: that's right so and you know she says unicorns take their time and give themselves days days even weeks to bounce back from feedback that's upsetting and startling mhm and i think that's you know i think that it I takes think that's a wise. greater self knowledge yeah to go you know what it's going to take me a couple of weeks to get over it
0: and this. it's also important self care it is and it shows that you really want to take it seriously you don't want to just be in react mode yeah
1: yeah so Here's the question. When I get feedback, do I take the time that I need Mm. to process Mm -hmm. and deal with it, or do I go, especially in a work situation, do I go find the nearest office Mm -hmm. to, like, process it and vent with? Yeah. And that's not helpful. That's not helpful. I'm gaining, I'm trying to gain my army.
0: Yes. Now, there is helpful venting and not helpful venting, which is a whole other podcast there. Yeah. uh, Because sometimes I do need to, like, vent with a trusted person. Yep. And they know I'm not actually speaking factually. I'm yes. just speaking emotionally. Yeah, And they can filter through all that because they know me well and all of that.
1: And you know what? You can even say to somebody, I'm feeling really amped up about this right,
0: right. now. Right. So I just need to vent and well, you might not even have the ability to say that if you're that upset. Like, uh, it's knowing yourself well enough and the people in your life that you can trust and maybe just talking to yourself. Yeah. In the car. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Which, that might happen more than we like to admit.
1: Oh, it happens all the time with me. <laughs> I remember having a particular boss yeah, who was, qu- he was a quite healthy guy. Yeah. And I remember walking into his office and, you know, I was new working there and I was sort of processing some stuff that was going on, and he went into problem-solving mode right away. Mm -hmm. Like, he was going to solve this problem, we were going to deal with it, and and so the next time I went into him, and I said to him, I need to vent, Mm -hmm. I don't need you to solve my problem, but I need you to hear me. And he was like, Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he did. He was great at that. Right. Like he was actually great at being a listener
0: Mm -hmm. um, and
1: not going into problem solving right away.
0: Well, and that's actually a really good point because self-awareness is is being aware of how the other person's perceiving your venting. Yeah. So if my venting is amping them up or making them feel anxious— or making them feel like they have to solve my problem. Yes. And that's not helpful venting. No. Right? So being able to own it enough to say, hey, I, I need to vent because I'm just working through my emotions and just kind of go with that. Or if you're starting to recognize that they're feeling anxious to kind of go, wait, I'm just venting because I'm processing it. I don't need you to solve this for that's me. That's right.
1: Yeah. So if I were to reflect, taking mm-hmm. my days or my weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to be asking myself the questions. Mm-hmm. Do I understand the feedback?
0: Right. What data do I need if I right. don't understand it? That's right.
1: To understand, you may need another trusted friend to come along and say, hey, I got this feedback. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I, what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my time to process it. Can mm-hmm. you help me? Mm-hmm. How will this feedback affect my long-term success and well-being? Oh, especially, I like that. Especially in a work environment.
0: Yes. So I could react immediately, and I might feel good about the fact that I, you know, Right. you know, protected myself or defended of myself. Course. But in the long term, how is this affecting the way that I'm being perceived? And um, I was coaching a client recently who was struggling with some issues with their boss. And I said, if you're prepared to go to that place, you may irrevocably damage that relationship. Right. So just think about it, about how you're going to handle the situation. Good advice. And so you got to think about the long term, unless you are planning to leave the place yeah you're going to be in this relationship for a while so like don't like implode it yeah
1: and you know we always hear and we always hear in corporate circles don't build a br- don't burn a bridge yes so you know be shrewd about
0: mm-hmm. how you're going to do this people are human they're going to have a reaction to what you're saying
1: to them regardless yeah yep. so we refer to athletes frequently mm-hmm. because there is such a good illustration so athletes Right. Who are healthy yes. and growing in their capabilities and skills? Fitness, mm-hmm. They're they're welcoming they're welcoming feedback constantly, and they're getting it all the time, mm-hmm. and they're seeking it out because they want to improve.
0: Yeah, we call so, that coaching. Yes, exactly. That's part of coaching, exactly.
1: And they're able to deal with the emotions and look at the long term mm-hmm. when they're living out this three R principle. Right. So feedback from one person could be considered an opinion. Mm-hmm feedback from two people could be considered a pattern yeah. <laughs> and feedback from three people is likely to be close to fact as possible. Wow. That is so
0: good. Yeah. And if you're dismissing it and there's starting to be a pattern, like, please don't go into this so blindly. Yeah, uh, That's the other thing I like about the Enneagram is that it does demonstrate patterns and you can read it sort of objectively where that's it's not right. as personalized. That's right. And even though, and I always say this to people when I send them the reports, I say, if it feels like an ouchie, it's probably because it's accurate. Exactly. Yeah. So at least, but that is a, this black and white report. But if I'm getting feedback from two people saying the same thing, oh, you, something's going on. Pay attention. And then if it's
1: three... Bingo, bingo, bongo, Bingo, bingo, bungo. (laughs) Better not ignore it. No. So the third thing is to respond. Right. So once steps one and two have been taken, Mm -hmm. it's now time to ask ourselves, do I want to act on this feedback? And if so, how? Hmm. We may decide to respond right away. Yeah. Or to respond in time. Yeah. And what changes may I need to make? what investment is needed, Mm -hmm. how much effort and time will be required.
0: Yeah, and you might need some coaching Yeah, because you don't know what you don't know. Remember, and you're always trying to defer to your own
1: idealized image of yourself, this mental picture that you have of yourself. Right. And especially if you've had that feedback prior in your life and Mm -hmm. you kind of dismissed it and Mm -hmm. you're getting it again now. Yeah you probably haven't been, you've been stuck in the
0: feedback and not able to move forward. Might be a bit of an entrenched pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't keep going, well, it's just because I'm a two. No, you can't. Because the idea about the Enneagram is that as we grow, we become less and less entrenched in the box of our uh, fears and our triggers. And we're able to access all sorts of different behaviors and responses, right? Keep that in mind. So how can
1: we prepare ourselves for feedback? First, check out our self-limiting beliefs.
0: Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm such a loser. Yeah. Or it's just the way I am. It's just the way I am. Right. Or people hate me. Yeah. Or whatever, those big, strong statements. Or they're just all jerks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That That never goes in my head. (laughs) That we're unique somehow and everybody else is wrong. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, my gosh.
1: So we know that self-limiting beliefs will hamper our ability to see feedback as healthy for us and will keep us stuck. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I keep saying to myself, well, what's the point in getting feedback? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like this.
0: Yeah. Oh, I it's too hard. It's I can't too hard. change this part of myself. I can't help
1: it. You're not going to be listening to feedback. Mm-hmm. Take the time to remind ourselves of other important aspects of our identity. Mm-hmm. We are not just one-dimensional. Yes. So in the work environment, if we're getting negative feedback about a particular thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't diminish the strengths that we have in all exactly. the other areas. Exactly. Exactly. So don't allow that to become your self-limiting belief. Mm -hmm. That you just suck at all this.
0: Mm -hmm. Or that everybody hates you and they all think you're a bad employee. Right. If they're trying to get you to change in this one area of your performance. Right. So reminding
1: ourselves, you know what? I'm actually a great friend. Mm -hmm. I'm a valued community volunteer. Mm -hmm. I'm a loving relative. Right. It kind of inoculates us from the sting of this particular feedback that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are aspects of many, especially in the, the work world, many job aspects that we don't have strength in. Right. And it's a small part. Right. Yeah. But we've got all this strength in other areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to might do the thing. Mm-hmm. So recognize that you are strong in lots of areas. And this particular thing is just something you may need to work on. Yeah. You might need to get some
0: coaching on, or you may need to come to terms with it. Right. Right? It's just, it's just true, like like if I was learning to play piano or if I was learning a new sport, it's just like you're learning how to get better in that thing. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So use the AA principle, if required, mm. to accept the things we cannot change. Mm. Yes. So So there, there are some things that, you know, personally... You I'm not going to be fabulous at Excel
0: spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, I don't think so. No, I'm not. <laughs> and it's not just a self limiting belief. <laughs> and it's also not worth the effort in that it's area because you can always hire out exactly. or get people to help you with it. Yeah. So perhaps there's something in the
1: feedback that is just transformable in you and you can work on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something that's not. Yeah. And, you know. And that's where you have choice. That is where you have the power over the feedback. so good. So grow to the level you can get to Mm -hmm. if it's something like, okay, I need to do this piece for my job. Mm -hmm. I'll get to that level. Accept the limitation and Mm -hmm. be upfront about it. You know what? I can get to this point, but beyond that, I'm not going to do a good job here. Yeah. Be vulnerable with the limitation and help others manage their expectation of you. That
0: is so good. I mean, I think the the bigger picture when I'm thinking about what you're saying is I may be in the wrong job for me. Yeah. Uh, or part of the feedback, I'm starting to see a pattern that it's not the, the, I'm not the best person for the job. That's right. And it doesn't mean I'm a failure. It just means that it's just a misfit between me and the job Yeah. and the responsibilities. Or I need to maybe go and figure out what I need to grow if that job or that career is so important to me. It's just being really clear about what steps I'm going to take. What is this going to cost me? And am I going to be able to achieve that outcome that I'm hoping for? That's
1: right. And, you know, this is so important because we've seen the work world change now Yeah, where, you know, um, bosses will say, Mm -hmm. you know, what are some of your weaknesses? Yeah. Well, if you don't have any.
0: Yeah, there's something wrong there.
1: They're going to go, like Mary and I were leading this one class, yes, this one training. And there was a particular individual in this room mm-hmm. who was scoring like off the charts on everything. All the assessments. Cuz
0: we always make people do self-assessment. <laughs> we love doing it.
1: This person had this very idealized mental image of their perfect self. Yeah. They could do no wrong. Yeah. And we were kind of giggling, as were others probably in the room going, Mm -hmm. "Uh, No. I don't think so. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think even going into a job interview, Yeah. being aware that there's an aspect of that job that may be in your weak zone, Mm -hmm. and being okay to own it right in the job interview.
0: And by the way, people, because I do a lot of interviewing, I hate when people say things like, Well, I'm just too hardworking. Or I'm just, and you take a strength and you make it sound like it's a weakness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm calling BS on that. Yeah.
1: So anyway. You're not fooling anybody. No, you're not. So again, like these are the areas that you can really work on. You can start today. Mm. You can ask for some feedback, you know, receiving it. Mm-hmm. reflecting on it, and mm-hmm.
0: then responding to yeah. it. This is the power that you have. I love that. You are not powerless yeah. over the feedback in your life. I love that. Well, I really appreciate this episode because the first two felt heavy duty. Yeah, well, they were. Well, they were. And this one feels hopeful. It does because it kind of goes back to that sense of agency I have. Yes, I don't have control over a lot of things, but I do have agency over how I respond, and I can take something that would feel very negative and turn it into a positive for me because I'm going to actively use it to help me be the best version of myself. Well, and
1: I'm thinking about your daughter Amanda. So yeah, you know where she's her de- her play has debuted now, yeah. and. You know, people in that field, the acting theater field, are always getting rejection. Yeah. And yet, and getting feedback, mm-hmm. and their power is to choose what to do with it yeah. and how to grow with it. Well,
0: I was asking her about that because she had to work with a, te- a, a pretty new team, Uh, because the theater company chose uh, the different positions. And she was working with a director who is fabulous, uh, but is kind of intimidating because very experienced in the field. Uh And I was just talking through how she was experiencing this director's feedback. And she says, oh, mom, I loved it. It was so good. It was hard, but it was so good. Oh. Right? Hard, but good. Yeah. Yeah. And, listener, you can do hard things. Well, she did say, to the director's credit, that she had an ability to say, like, she didn't feel like a loser with the feedback. Like, it was hard feedback, but she was able to hear it in the context of doing better.
1: So, here's something for you who are in positions of giving feedback regularly. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that people get crushed by your feedback? (sighs) Because, if so, you need to make some course corrections. Yeah. Because you can give feedback and be kind Mm -hmm. and help the person along in their journey, Mm -hmm. or you can crush people.
0: Yeah. And if you're a crusher, Yeah. uh, Really? Yeah, then it is actually more about yourself and your sense of power. So kudos to this director
1: for bringing out the best in Amanda, Mm -hmm. but also allowing her to grow in the feedback and
0: not feel like a loser. Exactly. Like, hello. Yeah. We should bottle that person up. I think so. Well, she told me I would really like this person, so... Oh, well, there you go. There is a gold star. I know. I want to meet her now. <laughs> okay. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This has been a tough three episodes on on the F word, but I think hopefully we're all going to be better versions of ourselves as a result of it.
1: Just think of yourself as like a world-class athlete. There
0: you go. Growing in your strength. That's right. All <laughs> right. Take care, Take everybody. Care, Thanks for listening to the Fully Lived Life podcast. We hope you found it encouraging and helpful. Be sure to follow or subscribe so that you never miss a new episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please help spread the word by sharing with your friends and family and posting on your social media. Thanks for listening and tune in to our next episode.